With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is the best of two pros in a couple Joe with LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox on Fox Sports Radio. While many of you are wrapping up your trick-or-treating and your Halloween festivities, the Las Vegas Raiders... Candy comas. Yeah. Don't, don't forget to include candy comas. Yeah, the candy comas. But while yeah. people were wrapping all that up, uh, the Las Vegas Raiders were wrapping up the Josh McDaniels-Dave Ziegler era because uh, that was the news that came out late last night. Josh McDaniels, the head coach of the Raiders, Dave Ziegler, the GM, gone. Uh, they are both gone. They will be replaced by Antonio Pierce, who takes over as interim coach for the Raiders, and Champ Kelly, who will be the interim GM. So it just goes to show you, if you're going to lose, and if your offense is going to look that bad, just make sure it's not on primetime television when everybody's watching, because you are not safe for the next 24 to 36 hours. And that's yeah. a wrap. Well, good good for my guy Champ, man. Champ, Champ's done this for a long time. He's very well respected within the front office community. And so I, I'm excited for this. And, and by the way, this is – we kind of said this – well, first off, let me say this. You know, I, I feel for the players going through the transition of a head coach and general manager. I, I should probably start there. But uh, when I saw that Champ was going to be elevated to be in that interim GM position, like he, he might be able to take this thing over. And maybe Antonio, too. I mean, we'll see how Mark Davis wants to handle this. But um, it's tough for the players because the season hasn't gone the way they wanted. Now you get a coaching change in the middle of it, and it feels like – and I've been through this, right? Guys start to look out for themselves. You know, they, they start to say, clearly this team's looking on to the future for the next leader. They're, they're probably – they're obviously evaluating what's on tape, but guys start to become, you know, weary of, of wanting to put themselves – put their – their livelihood out there on the lines um, because they're, they're afraid of, you know, that what, what's the situation the team's in right now. And that's just the reality of it. So it, it's obviously tough for all the players, but the good thing is, is like, you, you know, Antonio Pierce and champ uh, get an opportunity. So I'm, I'm excited for them. Yeah. I, I would say the same thing. I, I don't think that it should have come as any surprise that they, you know, I think Mark Davis, was probably left with little to no choice in terms of of making some changes. It just it doesn't seem like the 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 McDaniel's era was going to yield any other any other type of of you know result other than what was taking place. 
as as it applies to to Antonio Pierce being named the head coach, and to Antonio Pierce was on on the trajectory of being the head coach after Herm Edwards would have would have finished up at Arizona State. They they had turned that that program around largely in part due to the efforts of of Antonio Pierce. A lot of people may not have known how much he did behind the scenes. I mean, maybe some of it became more more prevalent than than some of the other things that he he did that were really really great towards building that program. You know, I got into coaching because of Antonio Pierce. Like I started coaching because he he begged me to to come, you know, help the kids. And it turned out to be one of the, the the greatest experiences of my life. The one thing I'll say about this for for the Raiders and and moving forward is you have guys that players relate to and they love and and they they play their hearts out for because they know the guy cares about them. Um, they know that there's there's a certain level of of respect there's a certain level of relatability and that's very much who Antonio Pierce is Dan uh, it's like you see what's going on with Dan Campbell in in um in Detroit it's kind of the same type of deal it really is like he's he's a motivator um he's super super brilliant mind like he's a he's almost like like a rain man type dude and when it comes down to like knowing knowing his knowing his stuff and it'll, it'll come down to can he rally the rest of of the coaching staff which I'm sure he probably has a great rapport with all of those guys and and it also come down to trying to gain the belief that these guys moving forward are the better for where they're at right now and this is a golden opportunity because you do have a new GM. You do have a new uh, head coach. And while it may be, you know, temporary, results results can can give you a, a more permanent opportunity. Do you do you think that part of this was look they they couldn't they wanted to get rid of Derek Carr. They made the trade for Devonte Adams. They brought in Devonte Adams. They gave Carr the extension. Next thing you know, Carr didn't even finish the season, and they had to move on. It's like okay, well. You know, Jimmy Garoppolo could be an answer. And Garoppolo came in, and it just didn't work. And we were talking about this yesterday. Like, defensively, on Mon- just if you just go to Monday night, they the defense kept them in that game, but offensively yeah. they could do nothing. And Josh McDaniels, after the game, really didn't have any answers. He was like, I, 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 don't, I don't know. I, I think everything's up in the air right now at this point. And I wonder if – and you, you know, heard the players. You heard Devontae Adams. You heard the players are, are you know, their frustration is, is I, boiling over too. And I wonder if Mark Davis was like, well, if you don't have answers, I got to get somebody who maybe could find some. Like that's what it felt like to me. Like so, so I'm I'm surprised that man, a, a year and a half in, it like it feels similar to the Denver era with Josh McDaniels, except he didn't start off 6-0 and like he did in Denver, and now he's out after less than two years with the Raiders. It's crazy, man. I mean, it, I, we talked about this yesterday. You know, you only get two shots at it. And this is one where I'm, I'm sure Josh McDaniels, who I think waited, what, 10 years to take this job, he probably looked at it and said they just had to move on from John Gruden. There's no way Mark Davis is not going to be patient with a rebuild here. Yeah. 
and he signed him to a six-year deal. <laughs> he still got four full years after this year. He getting all of it of getting paid. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, it's not. I mean, the only cause is that was not good offense, which is what you're supposed to be good at. I mean, the tough thing about Ziegler getting fired or clipped along with him is obviously those two came in together. They have a long history dating back to their days, I believe, back in college at John Carroll in Ohio. So they had a very close relationship. And by the way, both good people. I mean, this is the toughest part about you know our, our businesses. Sometimes things don't work out for good people. You know, it's it's not an easy business that way, where it, it's highly competitive, and it's one of the reasons why you know a guy like Joshua Daniels might not sit out. He might want to get back into it and call plays because they're, they're addicted to the competition, to each year, every week, having a measuring stick of a game to, to justify how good, how good they are or where they need to improve and how much better they need to get. And, and the tough thing for Ziegler is, like, they build a good roster. Like, if you're looking at everywhere outside of the quarterback play, it's a good roster. Like you can win with this group, and Antonio Pierce can win with this group. They've got to figure out something, though, offensively, and unfortunately, at the quarterback spot. Like Jimmy G, probably is just coming off one of his most glaringly bad performances, and you can't really turn anyone else on the on the roster unless you want to go with Aiden O'Connell. Who got a short stint. See what you have in him. But that's the reality: is you're probably playing the best guy on the roster. And he's not making the throws he needs to to Devontae Adams, who's wide open. And who knows how that game changes if he hits him on a 90-yard touchdown pass or a 60-yard touchdown pass, which both would have been had he hit him on either of those two passes. So it's, 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 you know, it's a, tough, a tough deal for some people involved, but a great opportunity as well. I, I just think for Mark Davis, I mean, it's got to be tough to look around and go, where do I go now? You know, that was a coach that he defended publicly, even despite the backlash. And, and maybe coming into this thing, like Joshua Daniels is the type of candidate that had a short, you know, leash anyway because of what had happened in, in Denver and because of how he handled the whole Indianapolis thing or even if that was the Colts' debacle, it, it was really, you know, it had him attached to it. And so because of that, it almost led to like this kind of thought that, it was going to be hard for him to kind of build back up, you know, the idea in people's minds that he was going to be able to turn this thing around. So it's a tough spot for the Raiders. You, you hate to see a franchise, especially a storied franchise like this in the position they're in, but um, they've got to pick up the pieces. And Antonio Pierce now has an opportunity with, you know, to me, there's still time left in the season. Now, after a few, if they lose a couple more games that, you know, kind of runs out, but I'm sure Mark Davis felt like he needed to make a change before he lost the players in the locker room. Like, Mark Davis is the type of owner that's close with the players. He's, he's down there. He's around those guys. Like, this is what he does. He's not running some other business somewhere else. And, and players like him. Like, I've, I've been at different Super Bowls where you see dudes just chilling around him. You know, he's, he's like that. So I, I, I hope they can be more competitive and get this thing turned around. And I by, really do. By the way, Rich Passaccia, they loved him. And they I went know. to the playoffs with him. And, and like to where you, you hear players talk afterwards, like they were really bummed out that he didn't get an opportunity after he stepped in for Gruden in a tough circumstance and got them to the postseason. And I It's just, hard to sell a special teams coach, though. Man. I mean, outside of John Arbaugh, it, it, it just it is. And that's that was one where, like, to your point, like I wish they would have given him a, an opportunity, 
and, and then let him build with the coordinators and all that. But th- that's the toughest thing I think about when you talk about constructing a staff is when your expertise is offense or defense, you're at least going to have one side of the ball covered, right? And so if you're a special teams coordinator, I mean, you're going to lose coordinators in and out. And I mean, we're looking at a Baltimore this year bringing in Todd Munkin because, you know, they've, they've got to make some offensive changes and it looks like it's going to work out. Mike McDaniel, they brought in, um, I might be uh, butchering his name, but I believe that's his name. The young man out of who was originally there as a linebackers coach went to Michigan, called defense, then came back. You know, once Wink Martindale went to the New York Giants, so it's you're always going to get change. I think when that's the case, because you don't have that guy who's calling offense or defense, who's kind of your your cornerstone, and that's the toughest part I think too when you talk about the decision making process of who you hire as a head coach. Man, AP, your former teammate, Var. And, and, and by the way, first his debut as a head coach is going to be against the Giants this weekend, uh, the team he How won that cool Super that? Bowl with in 2007. Yeah. So That's pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah, and that should be a, that's a great that's a great situation to get a good first first game under your belt, right? I mean, it's not like you're going up against a a, a heavyweight or a team that is in the right direction in in that scenario and so at least he gets gets a first game where it's like you look at him and you know, it's just not not crazy bullets flying at you the first first one out. But it's gotta be a great opportunity. You you hate the circumstances. Anytime somebody's demise is the reason for for your opportunity, you know, you don't you don't necessarily want that to be, you know, how it comes about in this yeah, way next but, man up buddy you but know. next yeah. you next already know next man next up man and up. and an opportunity is an opportunity and keep in mind one thing we haven't said is he's you know ap's black by the way antonio pierce for everyone out there he's 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 a black man you know what i mean so um what up black man so for all those people who like to to always drum up the the racial card and everything that takes place make sure you look at the fact that you know Mark Davis elevated a a a young black man too. He's not old. Um he's not young, but anyway, he <laughs> elevated he he elevated a black man to being the the min- uh well, interesting. I was going to say minority head coach, but in, the interim head coach of of this team. So, um I think it's a great opportunity for him and if there's going to be a guy that that locker room responds to and rallies around to to try to make it work, it would definitely be a guy like AP. So good for him. Good good luck to him. When I saw it, I got I got the text message when when it happened. Um, so super proud of him. Super happy for him. And he texted you. Well, we got a group chat. We definitely. Oh, we, we he's on that group chat, chat with that. You on that group chat thing? Yeah. Hey, look at that, man. Why? Hey, hey Var, like, uh, since uh, is Var going to be leaving us? You going to be coaching? Yeah, what's this about? Yeah, come on, Var. No, bro. Okay, well, oh. could you at least do this? Because you did do him a solid by showing up and helping the kids out when he was coaching. He got you into coaching. I mean, it was Long Beach Poly. It wasn't like I showed up. Well, I mean, it listen. was coaching the Bad News Bears. Like, I, I showed up and was coaching, like, four or five D1 kids well, the minute I got there. The, the, so, it, it was it was fun. It was a lot least, of fun. The least he could do is come on an hour or two and talk about the hire. Like, that's yeah. the least he could do. Is that is that possible? Yeah, what do you think, mm-hmm. Var? I could text them. I mean, why not? Let's see. Let's see. Throw the group here. text. Throw it out there. Yeah. yeah. Are you awake? <laughs> I know 
it's really early. Very Would good. you like to, to come? But you can't. You got to get on. the voice. Two pros come on. And then the show. And then ask him if you could ask him real quick. Just make hey. sure you say the name. Two pros. And then ask him real quick. Just say, hey, uh, how many rocket ships is Mark Davis walking around with at all times oh in the God. casinos? Yeah, I don't want to do always, that right this Jonas is always okay, trying well, to we'll, make things. We'll, we'll ask him on the air. That's fine. We'll save it for the air. I think that's Way to go, Jonas. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock, and there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes, cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with, hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. 
Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Can we talk some action? I mean, I don't know what, why if we have to wait so I, long I would, to talk wow. some action. I, I would wow. like to. The debut just, on Halloween, and we got snow games. Snow Come games. Not that action, boss. Jim McElwain out there having to defend what the hell's happening with the Connor <laughs> Stallions investigation. How Central Michigan catches a stray. <laughs> Dude, this crazy. whole Michigan sign stealing uh, probe or investigation is becoming wild. As uh, I'm not sure, Lavar, did you see this? Apparently. Connor I saw Stallions. it, but I didn't understand it. <laughs> so apparently Connor Stallions was on Central Michigan's sidelines, and, and they, I guess they were playing against Michigan State, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, was the And opener. so now they're trying to figure out, A, how he got down to Central Michigan's sidelines. <laughs> That's crazy. And then B, like what he was doing, if he was working for Central Michigan, if he was like, like is all of a sudden Michigan and Central Michigan like hate Michigan State? I mean, I know they there's the rivalry there, but there's like so many layers to the story. It's amazing. Uh, uh, here's and I know people are going to say, well, you're just being naive or you guys are trying to fanboy up to Jim Harbaugh. I find it hard to believe that they would give him instructions to hey, we know you've been having success filming people from the stands. Why don't you go ahead and stand on the sidelines this time? Like, go ahead, go ahead and stand on the sidelines. Let's just be as blatant as we can about it. Like, it just doesn't – because you hear people talk – I think it was Bruce Feldman who said he, he over the He did have a hat and sunglasses on, so, well, you know, that covers up everything. Yeah, of course. But I think it was Bruce Feldman who who made the point over the weekend on Fox when he said – look, they're, oh, they're on Fox when he okay. said there, oh, are, there are people around college football who are surprised that they would – be just kind of this lackadaisical with like covering their tracks which which leads me to believe i I, this feels like somebody that was going a little bit more rogue than a lot of people want to say because they just want to blame harbaugh and make it an easy fix it's almost like where's waldo like everyone's gonna be looking where's connor stallions like like, let's 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 look through all the photos and videos he's just popping up on different teams sidelines like there was a but he is an employee for this coaching staff, correct? Yeah, but there's like a Division three coach made the point over the weekend. He's like an anonymous D3 coach, and he said, yeah, he's all, it, you know, he, he gave me some money to go to these games, and I, you know, kind of scouted for him, and, you know, I, I just assumed, I mean, everybody else is doing it. What's the big deal? And exactly. And so, like, the idea that, you know, Michigan would say, hey, Connor, we know you're busy, man. So why don't you just go ahead and uh, kind of pass off some of the work to a D3 coach that we don't know about so he can do some of our scouting for us. Like, I just find that hard to believe. I, I mean, don't know, dude, man. I'll be honest. Like I said, when I was a little kid, like this is back in the early 90s, like maybe like 91. I used to go with my uncle. We had a buddy who was a coach in, in Ohio high school football, and we used to advance scout. I'd sit, sit there next to my uncle in the stands We'd look at we we literally chart the game, and he'd look for signals, different things. And we, I used to do that when I was seven and eight years old. Like I I remember vividly doing this. I mean, it's just this stuff's gone on forever. I just I, now I find it more entertaining to see like <laughs> more what comes out of it. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's really like great. now and like who gets drugged into all this. Like Central Michigan, which it would be pretty easy 
if he wasn't a part of your staff or if he was a coach on your staff, Connor Stallions, or, or maybe it's a misidentification. Like, it's just a dude who looks like Connor Stallions. Mm. You just come out and say, no, that's this guy. And I know he looks like him, but that's not him. But clearly, Central Michigan didn't do that. And now they're trying to get to the bottom of, like, all right, what's our story here? All right, because clearly we hired this guy to, uh, you know, help us out here. And uh, wh- what do we want to tell the public? What it's we, a hell of a name to, to be out there yeah, for such yeah. a, you know, Stallions. type of, Connor of Stallions. deal. You know, yeah. well, I mean, it's really the name. last name. I mean, the first name could be anything, but when you have Stallions as your last name. Yeah, it could know. be Bartholomew Stallions, Stallions would still work. Yeah. You know, that's a great last name. Anything. Yeah. You know, anything you want to put in front of it. Um, uh, no, since we're on this topic of college football, the first playoff rankings came out, and uh, credit where credit's due, uh, Brady Quinn called a shot. The Ohio State Buckeyes yeah. are number one in the playoff rankings. So how about Yeah, look, it? uh, it's, 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 I've, I've been a part of this process now, uh, working in the media, and it's like, you know – or have an idea of what the committee is doing. And they really want to value the strength of schedule and the wins so far. And that's what they've done with Ohio State. They've got the two best wins, in my opinion. They beat Notre Dame on the road, a top 10 team. Uh, I think they have them now, what, 15th or whatever it is in the ranking. And they beat Penn State, who's a top 10 team. So um, I, I, I look at them and I just say, like, that was going to carry them so far. And for all the Michigan fans who are upset they're sitting there at third, I mean, for starters, you're going to have your opportunity to make your case because they got Penn State coming up here in two weeks and then Ohio State at the end of the season. Um, but more so than that, like, they had a soft non-schedule or non-conference schedule. Like, that's just the reality of it as compared to how the college football playoff committee views the SEC and Georgia's strength of schedule so far. They just they value what they've done so far more. So, uh, look, all, all three of those teams, really all four, could still make it in, in my opinion. Like, I'll be curious, because this is what's setting up. With Ohio State at one, and I'm assuming Ohio State wins out until they play Michigan, all right? And if Michigan wins out, which is a big if, given that they, they've got to, you know, go to Happy Valley and take on Penn State, it's setting up for if Michigan was to beat Ohio State, they go to one, and I would think that it'd be hard to drop Ohio State out further than four. But maybe maybe Michigan just moves up one. I mean, who knows how it, it plays out? Because I don't think they want a rematch of Ohio State-Michigan again in the playoff. Or maybe they do. I mean, if you really want me to put my conspiracy theory hat on, since ESPN will never, ever get an Ohio State-Michigan game and they control the college football playoff committee in the final year of the four-team playoff, maybe they do have a rematch of Ohio State-Michigan if that plays out in the semifinal game. That'd be awesome. Uh, Could you imagine that? No, well, remember, we were talking about this last year, and we were making the point that I, I would be totally up for any comp. Like, if it would have been the national title game and it would have been Michigan-Ohio State, there would have been people been like, oh, you know, th- we've got fatigue with this. It's like, okay, well, we've seen it no, with, you, you know, Alabama-Clemson, Alabama-Georgia. Like, we've seen teams that have played recently that meet up again. Ohio State, Michigan on a neutral site would be awesome, and and especially on that that type of stage. So I, if that's well, that way, this turns out, I'm into. I mean, it. what if they ended up on a neutral site against Penn State? You know, it's true. Yeah, it's I mean, possible. It's a good yeah. point. Yeah, a lot of things would have to happen, but again, yeah, the, I mean, the hard a thing. lot of things could happen. Yeah, I yeah. mean, especially with Georgia. Yeah. I would put it on uh, more so the, the the Georgia teams, and then what Oregon and Washington was in it as well. 
Well, they're five and six. Five so and six. So Washington's five, Oregon's six. But, yeah. By the I way, mean, things can happen with those two teams as yeah. well. I, I yeah. Still, Penn State can move up. I yeah. still can't believe how under the radar Georgia is this year. Like, Why did, do you say that? Okay. December 4th, 2021 is the last time they lost a game. And it's almost like Deion Sanders in Colorado get all the love. Jim Harbaugh and Connor Stallions being on the CMU sideline possibly is getting all the love. You've got Heisman Trophy debates, Caleb Williams and USC's dysfunction. And Georgia just continues on. And we're looking at three years that they haven't lost a game. And it's like, eh, whatever, just used to it at this point. It's kind of weird. It's and- it, it, it just kind of tells you where our society's at. Like, we would rather look at the drama of things than the greatness of what Georgia's mm. doing. They're, 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 they were shot to be the – by the way, Carson Beck, their quarterback, has been phenomenal. Like, he's putting together a campaign that's going to make him look like one of the top quarterbacks to be drafted when he's draft eligible next year. Like, you're, you're, you're getting to, the, to those sorts of the points in discussion. And I think part of the reason is – you know, not as many of these guys are as known uh, outside of Brock Bowers and Beck at quarterback because you've lost so many talented, I guess, household names in college football to the draft. And then you have a new group of guys, a crop of, of players that, that come through. So I think that's a little bit part of it, too. It's like with Caleb Williams, he won the Heisman. We, we know Caleb Williams. So we like talking about Caleb Williams or Bo Nix, who's in his sixth year, who's playing at a Heisman level right now. Like, it's easier to talk about those guys because they've been there forever and you kind of know them and they played well, whereas Georgia's just cycling through stud after stud, you know, player after losing more to the NFL. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, we're Cavino and Rich, Fox Sports Radio every day, 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern. But here's the thing. We never have enough time to get to everything we want to get to. And that's why we have a brand new podcast called Overpromised. You see, we're having so much fun in our two-hour show, we never get to everything. Honestly, because this guy oh, is overpromising things we never have time for. Yeah, you blubber lips. Blaming me. Well, you know what? It's called Overpromise. You should be good at it because you've been overpromising women for years. Well, it's a Cavino and Rich after show, and we want you to be a part of it. We're going to be talking sports, of course, but we're also going to talk life and relationships. And if Rich and I are arguing about something or we didn't have enough time, it will continue on our after show called Overpromised. Well, if you don't get enough, Kavino and Rich, make sure you check out Overpromised and also Uncensored, by the way. So maybe we'll go at it even a little harder. It's going to be the best after show podcast of all time. There you go. Overpromising. Perfect. And remember, you could see it on YouTube, but definitely join us. Listen to Overpromised with Kavino and Rich on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield 
Shield Ripers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service, they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Right now, it's the old P. Petros Papadakis, the co-host of the Petros and Money Show, which you can hear on The Blowtorch, AM570 LA Sports, a Fox College football analyst. (laughs) And uh, Petros, a happy post-Halloween to you and yours. How was it? A lot of trick-or-treaters? Hi, Hi, Petros. Uh, It's all right. Hello. Good morning. Uh, morning. We don't get a lot because uh, we kind of live on a hill and the configuration of our house, but the neighborhood is very much alive during Halloween, and I was able to go to all three of the parties I was invited to. All tomorrow's nice. parties. Did you dress up? Uh, yeah. No, no. I did order a special shirt, and I wore the shirt. What did the shirt I'd, look like? Uh, it was just a shirt with a picture of a raven on it and an homage to the Edgar Allan Poe poem. Oh, yeah. Quote the raven nevermore. Yes, that's yeah. what it says on it. So, uh, wow. yeah, I did that, and uh, it's over, and I'm grateful. 
I got to say, you know, turning it around on Wednesday morning and doing your guys' show, not ideal. <laughs> Imagine but, but happy to be here. three hours, you know. <laughs> if you're feeling that way right now about, about how you're doing it after that, how you think we feel, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Take that, Petros. Um, hey, P- put me in my place. Hey, yeah. P- <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, I was listening to your call uh, the other night, Fresno State, you know, that was a fun one, man. Like I thought, uh, you know, and, and Eddie Garcia brought this up that you have every single time you call a Fresno State game, they seemingly win. Like, do you have you heard that from other people that you're the good luck charm there for Fresno State? Well, they've only State? lost one game all year, but which I didn't call. So, yeah. And, you know, if you're a UNLV fan, and they are multiple, uh, you might say every time I call your game, they lose. But it's been only one. But, yeah, UNLV's a lot better, which is interesting. I mean, I know they're not like the biggest story in college football today. It's the Michigan guy on the sideline of the Central Michigan game with the sunglasses on. But Stallions. Yeah, that guy's a G. What a but, great last uh, name, though, right? Absolutely. You know, sounds like you might be a running back coach. Uh, but, uh, yeah, UNLV is interesting. Like, my whole life, UNLV has been like a last chance you for L.A. people, hmm. right? Or West, or, really, it has. Like, our West Coast guys that uh, – I mean, we. I, I know Harvey Hyde, who's the old coach that had Icky Woods and Randall Cunningham there way back in the day. And then my old coach, John Robinson, I think he won eight yeah, games there dope. in 2000. But, like, UNLV football has done almost nothing in its many years of existence. And their coaches have always usually been, like, West Coast guys who got fired from some other job or, like, coordinators and stuff, all from the West Coast. And this guy, Barry Odom, is a SEC guy. You know, uh, he's a Missouri linebacker. He was the... Uh, coordinator in arkansas so they only have like one or two la players on the whole unlv team which is really different and they run what is called the go-go offense yeah talking about that guy yeah yeah yeah. it's named after go-go music because this guy was the coordinator at howard oh nice they run like a triple option but with two tailbacks and like all spread out so UNLV was very interesting since you brought it up. Yeah, I'm going to have him against Wyoming on Friday, a week from Friday. So we'll see yeah. him again. Well, Petros, I'm hoping you can help me understand how in the hell a bunch of jewelry gets stolen from the Colorado locker room at the Rose Bowl this past weekend. Well, here's what I say, Brady. I mean, when was the last time you were out here in L.A.? You get out of here from time to time. From time to time, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and I'm surprised that you've not been robbed. <laughs> like oh almost God. every single person that comes here, Jesus. it's like going to Brazil. I mean, well, you're, you're going to well, get wrong. Well, look at uh, Brazil catches strays. Look, uh, it's, like it's like being baptized. Uh, <laughs> what? Dang. Look at this year in Los Angeles Dang. alone. This year in L.A. Dang. alone. Uh, I mean, Freddie Freeman got robbed. Uh, Evan Phillips, the Dodger closer, got robbed. Uh, Max Muncy, the Dodger third baseman, got robbed. Uh, Everybody in L.A. is going to get robbed. Uh, They had that whole bling ring. You know, that's a big documentary out right now of all the celebrities that got robbed. But it was a celebrity doing the robbing, wasn't it? The bling ring? No. At at one point. 
Wasn't it one point where celebrities well, just were people that from were house acting, to house? Uh, I'm not exactly sure, but all I'm saying is that you are likely to get robbed here in the city of Los Angeles. That, it's I mean, not, there's, there's some, it's there's not some truth there. Yeah. It's not the there's city of angels anymore, huh? People get robbed all the time. Now, yeah. <laughs> uh, is that a first? Colorado getting robbed? The Rose Bowl locker room getting sifted through? In my experience, yes, it's a first. But I'm not so I'm not so surprised when I hear that somebody came to L.A. And I'm not saying don't have jewelry. I'm not saying don't flaunt your jewelry. I'm just saying probably shouldn't be a surprise if you've been flaunting your jewelry for months on television and somebody snatched all your stuff when you came to L.A. Dang. Somebody probably you, I mean, paid one of the Rose Bowl security people to look the other way and went in there and swooped up all the jewelry. I was going to say, like, my experience oh, go going on, go there on. as, like, a broadcaster, it was actually one of the, like, like you had to have your credential. Like, they weren't really just letting people skate through. They're pretty for, tight. For yeah. They're pre- I was there. I was at yeah, the Yeah, you got to give your They're driver's license number and all that stuff. And, and yeah, we've all been there. But uh, it's, it's easy to get robbed here in the city. Is all I'm saying. Now, do you think? Oh, uh, oh, I forgot. Miguel Rojas, the Dodger shortstop, drove his Lamborghini down to Broadway, which is uh, dangerously close to Skid Row. Oh yeah, which is uh, like you know, uh, Night of the Living Dead out there, <laughs> or Invasion of the Body Snapper Snatchers. God bless those people. The, the but, Body Snatchers. Is that what you know about the Body Snatchers, Petro? I've been known. But oh, golly, but, uh, <laughs> that guy got he got he drove his Lamborghini down there and parked it in a public parking lot and was surprised that that got broken into. Hmm. Like I can't believe this! I'm shocked. So, mm. yeah, I'm no longer shocked when people get robbed when they come to Los Angeles. Which, and, by you know, the way, they, body snatchers and Pasadena kind of go hand in hand, if you know what I mean. Like you speaking, like I've been now indoctrinated to to L.A. and 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 you know California, Southern California. Are you culture. making a Santa Anita joke, Lavar? Is that what you're doing? That's here? not a Santa oh, Anita joke. That's that's some like <laughs> that's some real life. You know, Lavar is set tripping. She's set tripping. <laughs> She's set tripping. You got that right. Some say that's the birthplace in the Mecca of where that, that red color came to prominence uh, for, in Pasadena, you know. You know, that that theft wouldn't fly up the road at the Glendale Gallery, you know what I mean, Petros? Oh, yeah, it's not messing around up there. Interesting. The Americana? Yeah, wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't fly up there. All, I, all I'm saying is I'm, I'm never shocked when somebody – this was a USC thing. When I was uh, playing there, guys would have something nice and be flaunting it around. Or, you know, some dude would have an ounce of weed and bring out the whole bag of weed to show everybody. God. And, and I'd be like, hey, that's not smart. You know, don't know no, these guys are my friends. But yeah, no, that's not smart. You're yeah, going to get robbed. And then they would friend. always get robbed. <laughs> and then they would call me and say, you know, somebody stole my weed. And I'd say, yeah, yeah, I told you you were going to get robbed. <laughs> And they say, hey. what do I do? I say, well, you have to go get your own gun and go get it back oh. if you want it. <laughs> well, they didn't just lose jewelry in that game, Petros. They they lost the game, too. Like, And some people were interested at how long they kept you know, Shador in the game. Like, I, What was your advantage? Did you pay any attention to the game? And if you did, like, what was your takeaway from it? The game was clearly – kind of out of reach for them to be able to win it but yet 
you know, Shador was still in there until like the final the final drive of of the game for them. What what was your what was your takeaway from from the game? If it's yeah, I, I didn't see too much of it. I mean, I watched the 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 condensed you know twenty minute version or mm-hmm. whatever because uh, I was you know knee deep in my Mountain West. But UCLA's become a defensive team, and Chip Kelly plays to the defense, unlike my my friends over at USC. <laughs> but uh, they become that type of team. They play that that way. And they batter the quarterback. I mean, Shadur gets beat up because, like we talked about in August, this looks a lot like a seven-on-seven team. And when you have seven-on-seven principles, but you got linemen out there that want to sack the quarterback, you're going to get battered. And, yeah, they leave him in to stat pad or whatever or keep on throwing or, or try to score another touchdown. I mean, they left him in versus USC, and SC had control of that game. And next thing you know, Colorado almost came all the way back. So, I mean, I, I don't, I don't have a problem with Colorado as far as just the way the season's been going. They, they're selling out the Rose Bowl around Halloween when they still might not make a bowl game. I mean, it's going to be hard to see where those wins are going to come from. I think that they can beat uh, a couple of the teams left on their schedule, but yeah, it, it's. Uh, they drop him back a whole bunch. They don't rely on the run game. And then when the game's over, he calls out the offensive line. And it's like, you know, you could do things to help <laughs> the offensive line as opposed to just dropping back over and over and over again, letting your son throw the, the football down the field. But, you know, that's kind of how they got there. And they're still a developing program. And I'm not sure how dynamic that super tall offensive coordinator guy they hired is or – how much uh, the guy from, yeah the guy from Kent State yeah. or how much Dion's in control of what they're doing drive in and drive out so uh, I, I'm, Petr- I'm not really sure to answer your question but hmm. they still just look like a big seven on seven team to me Petra speaking of seven on seven teams talk to me a little bit about just real quickly SC escaping <laughs> and getting away with a win last week they got UW this week much bigger challenge just talk to me about where they're at yeah, and UW's been playing down to their competition. Arizona State's got a good defense, yeah. but Michael Penix did not play well at home against Arizona State. He bounced back against Stanford, but the rest of the team and, and their defense gave up points to where Washington was really in a war with Stanford. Maybe because they've been looking forward to this game too much and the Oregon game was such an emotional blowout. I'm not sure, but... I just don't see USC stopping anybody. I mean, if Jaden Ott doesn't get hurt in that Cal game, USC probably loses. He's still if, running. Yeah, and if they call the penalty, the holding blatant holding penalty on the two-point conversion that Cal went for, you know, SC loses another game. But Cal is just too mistake-prone to beat our, an already mistake-prone USC team with a really talented quarterback. But it's interesting how quickly the narrative has changed. I mean, usually when people are negative about SC, it's coming from one place. Me. You know, it's coming from inside the building, like a horror movie. Uh, people are attacking USC from way beyond my periphery this, this time around. I mean, you got Dan Patrick going after Lincoln Riley every week. Uh, a lot of national pundits. The media turned against him with the way he handled the beat writer thing and then not letting 
The team speak to the media after the Utah loss. Caleb Williams has said some unsavory things and become a little polarizing. And it's just not the way you saw the USC season going that was bathed in positivity. Now it's kind of been a negative thing going forward. They have two losses. I don't think they're going to beat Washington. I don't think they're going to beat Oregon. And I don't think they're going to beat UCLA. So if that's the vibe and the the climate right now, what's it going to be if they lose those three games? I mean, they're going to be seven and five, for God's sakes. Yeah. Well, listen, uh, you're undefeated in our minds, Petros. At the old P on Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it. The lizard whisperer. He is the uh, co-host of the Petros and Money Show, which you can hear on the Blowtorch, AM570 LA Sports, and an analyst for Fox and their college football coverage. Who do you got this week quickly, Petros, uh, this week? What are we looking at? Well, I got switched out because uh, I was supposed to go to Morgantown and, like, fly there and do the whole thing. But I have an event at the Breeders' Cup that I am bought and paid for to be at. So they switched out my crew, and I actually have to go work a farm-out crew and drive down to San Diego State and do San Diego State, Utah State on, uh, on FS1, I think. Hell yeah. Depending on how the World Series works out. But yeah, I'm on San Diego State, and then next week uh, I'll be back with my normal crew. Hmm. And uh, Brady Hoke going to be there? You're going to have a conversation with him? And uh, I'm assuming. Yeah. I'm assuming, Jonas. Yeah, I mean, if he's not there, you'll hear it. Well, I mean, that's a story. I didn't know when you were going to be there to t- sit down and do these interviews. I mean, that is that kind of works. funny, though, right? Like you tell a guy you're doing a game, and he's like, "Hey, is the coach going to be there?" It's like, well, well yeah, no, I'm saying, are you going to get to talk <laughs> with him? Hey, where are you going this week, Brady? We are going to Austin, Texas. Yeah. Is Sark going to be there? Yeah, I know. Jonas, Jeez. he brings up some. Odd things right. sometimes. Well, man. Hey, right who now. are they playing? Uh, Kansas State. Shh. I bet you Kleiman's going to be in the house. Kleiman's going to be in the Hell, Bill Snyder may be there for all right. Right now. Yeah. Well, this is fun. Yeah, all right, Pat Jonas. All right. How does that feel? I know. I don't want to talk <laughs> about <laughs> it. Right. We'll see you guys. Brady Hoke going to be there? Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't even well, know. Hey, it's, uh, <laughs> I don't even know if you really don't. Yeah. You really don't know. You don't even know. Well. It's uh, two pros and a cup of Joe here. He's got on a Fox five million dollar buyout. I don't know, man. It's uh, Lavar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. and within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh oh oh, O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. 
Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.